Leading a state or local government agency in the U.S., but finding it hard to get rid of operational and technological inefficiencies? You don't need to look any further, because help is here. Welcome to Rethink IT with Abhijit Virakar, a podcast dedicated to helping municipal leaders, city and county managers, mayors, CIOs, city or county council members, and others rethink IT and make government more efficient. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Rethink IT uh, with me, A.V. My guest today is Gabe Bolas from Knoxville Utilities Board. Gabe, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Yeah, uh, Gabe, you and I have recently met and we had a wonderful first conversation and I, and I thought I must have this guy on the, on the pod. So thanks for making time. Tell me about your story. How did you start and how did you become the CEO of, of a large utility in the U.S.? So... When I went to college, I really wanted to be an electrical engineer, and my focus was on power systems. So, you know, utility-grade power systems. And so when I got out of college, I was looking for a job with TVA, utilities like that. There wasn't much going on in the mid-'90s. Actually, actually, most of them were retracting, but uh, I was persistent enough and got an opportunity to be at KUB. Started out as an uh, entry-level engineer, electrical engineer, doing you know, basics, uh, simple things. Got the opportunity to work in lots of departments. KB has four utilities, water, wastewater, gas, and electric. So I grew throughout the organization doing multiple utilities, learning all the different ins and outs of each utility. And uh, 25 years later, or approximately, I got an opportunity to be you know, CEO. Uh, there's a lot of detail in between there, but it was just that I grew through the company. Different positions, different levels, different opportunities. It was pretty cool. I, I know a lot of folks in the industry, but also at my company. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been a neat experience. I tell everybody I'm a recovering engineer because I don't get to do that anymore. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, but I do enjoy what I'm doing. I really enjoy working for the public or utilities. We serve a lot of folks. And so it's a, every day a different hat form. But I really appreciate what, what opportunity I've been given and, and the staff and the folks I have at work for me are phenomenal. And so we are working hard every day. But it's, it's been a neat journey, to say the least. Yeah. Now, that sounds like a fascinating journey, actually. You're, you're a recovering engineer, but you, you can't. I don't think you can ever recover from being an engineer. I think probably not. I think you're born one and you end up one. Um, <laughs> That's true. So, you know, being, being an engineer, okay, innovation is, is not something you have to think about. It's, it's part of life, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And having served KUB for so long, you've seen the agency and the industry evolve. Yes. Um, through many technological generations. Yes. What does innovation mean to you today? For us, it's, uh, I'll tell you, it's, it's on the, especially on the electric side primarily, but on all four utilities, it's about being more reliable. I mean, you know, people need us for a basic service, but the reliability is even more paramount than it ever has been. So we are using lots of technology to make our system more resilient. I mean, it's at the, the, the switches and the things in the field now have intelligence to them. They have brains and they can sense problems and faults and, and things. And so we're implementing that, that equipment as fast as possible, but it's, it's taken a learning curve to get there. I mean, it used to be just a dumb device that did its job, but now it's got, it's got cellular technology. It's got, it's got algorithms built into it. It, it, it senses things and, and redirects power around our system very quickly, almost in, in, in cycles of time. And so, you know, that's been a huge monumental improvement to our reliability. We still have issues with trees and lightning storms, but the idea is to make our customers very reliable in that sense. So that's what people probably see most. Now, back, back office-wise, 
you know, technology, you know, it's evolved a lot. Everything's digital. All the analog stuff's gone. You know, all of our, we're going to swap out equipment for new technology faster, better. And so it, it's been a, over the last 10 years, especially, we've had a lot of upgrades of our enterprise systems, of our, of our physical uh, technology, even our servers. It, all that's just been lightning better to make us more efficient, more responsive, and ultimately make us a better user. So it's, it, it's been crazy, but it's been great. It's been fun. I'll say that. Really good point. Obviously, just an easy example of something is that we've swapped out every meter, both all, all gas, water, and electric meters for um, automated meter systems, AMI. It's been called multiple things. Smart meters, they've been called multiple things. But that was finished this last year. That was 370,000 meters that we changed out over four years. And wow. that, that eliminated our need to have any more meter readers. Now, they're all employed at KB and other roles. But there no more no yeah. more physical reading the meters. Now we know people if people are out, we get a notification instantly. We can turn them on or off remotely. I mean, that's that is the simplest example of pure savings. No more truck rolls, no more physical having to do that stuff. That's that's it. And every utility is headed that way. A lot of them have done it. But that's been a that 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 in itself is a huge win for us from a just saving to the customer, more efficient, more accurate. Like I said, when, when, when someone goes out of power now, instead of them calling us, like in the old days, we know instantaneously they're out of power and now we can roll in. We decide yeah. what we need to do. So that's just one example of many things. Like I said, we installed lots of equipment in our, in our system. We've installed towers and repeaters and things that give us more data back quickly that are much more reliable. And so, but that, that right there alone, you know, it, it's quantifiable. I mean, there's, there's savings to be had there. And, and all those savings, because we're utility, all that savings goes back to the customer. We don't have profits yeah. we don't have all of our money goes back into the system so anything we save goes back to our customers and so that's a good thing for our folks in the long term so that's that's one example there's many more but that's the biggest one yeah 300 what twenty thousand meters that's a huge undertaking how long did that take you guys took us four years we started slow to get up to speed and we really got rolling the last two years we did probably 60 percent of our meters the last two years but we we had a, a host of folks that focused on that they're done it's been a big win. Um, it's working. We just upgraded our, um, our software recently because of that to be more and more in line and more in tune mm-hmm. with that. And so now we're getting reports that are just, you know, I get data at my fingertips that's just so simple to get a hold of. And I can see things real time. It's just amazing. Uh, we're still learning a lot about it because it's so new, but, but it's early results are it's, it's just we're taking, a, we're taking another leap into making our customers even more reliable and that's what it's about. I mean, keeping our costs low and reliability high. That's our goal. And, and on top of that, making sure it's very safe. So that's, 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 yeah. what we, that's what we strive for every day. And this stuff just makes us much, much more better. And, and you know this well, like, what's good today will be obsolete in a few years. And so we can't just oh, get yeah. go with it and just say we're done. We're never done. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's one generation to the next one. So. I think that the, the good news, though, is, you know, two thoughts that come to my mind is, all of this technology in terms of data-driven decision-making and providing a customer with real-time data or close to it, I think it's a huge customer service step too because I'm used to knowing exactly how many dollars are in my account or you know, how much of something I've used. Right. And utilities and government in general has tended to be slower in adopting those technologies. So people right. expect it. Right. right, and I'm sure that's reduced number of calls to your call center and customer complaints that come in because right. people can see what's going on. Right. And Gabe, you throw out a bunch of terms and technologies out there. 
AMR, IoT, Internet of Things, smart metering. How do you stay on top of, like you said, it's ever evolving and it's changing quickly. What tools do you have in place to help you keep up with all of that? That is directly the result of our folks. We have some really sharp folks. One thing that I have seen over the last five to 10 years, well, especially in the last five years, we've hired a lot of really strong employees that have an IT background. I mean, it, it, even your technicians have to have some IT background nowadays because even because they have to go out in the field and work on this. And so that that evolution has been, you know, since so my folks constantly know that our culture is to get better and to change. And so if we come across something that either is out there or it looks like it's something that might be applied to us or our customers, we're all over it. Um, I have lots of folks who have a whole department of folks that are focused on how to better improve the customer experience and IT is a huge thing. So if we see something or hear something, you know, we don't say we can't do it. We, we look into it further. And so the next the internet of things, that's huge. You know, one thing that we're working on right now that I'm pushing hard is we don't have a really slick app. You know, we have a technology now with our person tell us what's going on, but we don't have an app that's really slick. So I've asked my IT folks, let's build an app. Let's make it, you know, there's a lot of great apps out there. Let's make a KUB app. And so they're working on that right now as we speak, get that rolled out as soon as possible. But that's just a small piece of that. But that'll be able to go. People can see consumption, bill, hourly, daily, overlaid with temperature and, and things that, you know, show up. So that, that that's on my list of things. I, we finally got the meters changed out to do that. Now we need to put it to work. And so that's something we're thinking about as we, but these, these new young, I say young, they're, they're new, they're not necessarily young bringing some really fresh ideas and that's that's what we need and so we're all about change that makes a lot of sense you're right we are institutionally slower part of that's because we don't want to make a mistake if we make a mistake it, it, we don't our customers suffer and so we're going we're going to test the heck out of it whatever it is and wear it out yeah. and then roll it out to our customers but that, that you're right that's been our trend and we need to keep be really careful but we want to evolve with, to the to the newer technologies that yeah. come out. Yeah, I, it it wasn't meant to be a dig. It, no, no, it <laughs> you know, it, no, you're right. It's slow by design. No, no, by design. That's right. You're like moving at the speed of light. At least seems like it, right? Because because of how much you have on your plate, mm-hmm. and part of your job is to be a visionary, and the other part is to be risk averse. Like you said, you want to test the heck out of everything. And how do you like you know as a CEO, you have a certain vision. You're like, I want to have my customers get information at the tips of their fingers. Go make me an app. Right. How do you keep your folks accountable? I know you have great people on your right. team. Yeah. But two things, right? To, to translate a CEO's vision to the techie, yep. I think in my head would be a challenge, but you're a techie, you're an engineer. Is it different for you? Can you just speak the same language? Um, somewhat, even though some things I will tell you, there's some acronyms they have in their vernacular that I can't figure out. But, <laughs> but now, I, what I did when I first took over as CEO a year and a half ago is I created a chief technology officer role, someone whose world okay. is about technology and all forms of it. And so he is, he and his department are fully accountable for all the technologies, whether it be internal, external, or both. And like I said, part of that was hiring some folks that. Our, our little forward thinkers, and they get they get the culture. So that that's where the accountability lies. Is it's it's in that it's in that division of my company, of KUB, not my company. It's the public's utility, not my utility. And so they we, we that, that shows ownership. Well, I know, but it's really the only. It's really the you know I'm I'm just the, I'm just a steward. Sure. 
but you know, part of that is having that accountability. And like I said, and, and what I've tried to create is there are no bad ideas until we vet them out. What's out there we're not doing? What do, what do people want? What do people need? Once again, we're a basic utility. We've been taken for granted for years and we want to be taken for granted. We want the lights to be on when you need them. We want the, but now we've got to do yeah. a better saying what do customers actually need and really want. And so that's been, that's been, I don't say a challenge. It's just a different way of looking at things. So we are looking for those, you know, things, those wins. We, we created a portal, for instance, that people can use to look at their conception of their, of their utilities. It's not really been mm. popular as I thought it would be. And part of that's they don't know it's there. Maybe it's not easy to use, maybe all of the above. And so we've got to figure that out. And so that's why I want this app to be built to have some people can click on a button on their phone or their pad and get what they need. It's really easy to understand. And, you know, if you want to pay a bill there or want to set up some kind of arrangement, it's all about there at your fingertips because, you know, that's the way it needs to be. I mean, every transaction we all do is electronic just about. It's through an app or through a, you know, Amazon or a, or uh, whatever you use, uh, we need to we need to get up that speed, and you know, we need to get that done so that we can get more of that stuff out. That's that's huge to me personally, and, and it's important to our customers. I think so. I agree with you. If I expect my utility to give me data that I need, right? So yeah. I think you, you're thinking the right way. Speaking of things that that the public wants, now you supply power, water, gas, and sewer system yep. services. Another thing that is becoming a utility, it already is, is the internet. Yep. I expect, I don't know about you, I expect there to be Wi-Fi everywhere I go. Yep. And you've experienced this, right? In your travels around the world, it's, it's there for the most part. Yep. And everybody expects it. Yep. And we're at this crucial inflection point where it's inevitable that it's going to become a, a utility. Yep. What are your thoughts and how, how is KUB preparing for that? So I'll answer it in two parts. One is for many years, and I say for, for the last decade, we've been of the opinion we didn't want to get into the business of our private partners, private sector, which is, you know, the Comcast, AT&T, Charter, Spectrum, Wow, there's a bunch of players in this area. We wanted to not be in their business. We didn't, we didn't want to compete with the private sector. You know, that was over the last eight mm-hmm. years. Well, as you have put it very well, and I agree with you 100%, the internet is what electricity was a hundred years ago. Electricity was a necessity yeah. and now it's a, a necessity and the internet has now become that I think. And so we have now for the first time having conversations about, is it appropriate for KB to step into that, to get in that business, if you want to call it that, uh, that will create a fifth utility for us. There's no doubt it's independent of the other four, even though it may use the same poles, it's still, it's, it's got to stand alone as far as a, a utility. And so we are for the first time just looking at the possibility of doing that. We're getting a lot of customers that are asking for it and they're, they're expecting it. There are areas of Knox County, even as big as Knoxville is, that are have very little to no service. There's not as many as there used to be, but we also serve we also serve parts of six other counties that are really rural and don't have a lot yeah. of choices. And so it's it's mm-hmm. the question is very, very good in the sense that yes, I think it's something people expect, like electricity, they expect to be having internet access. And not just crappy internet yeah. Good, you know, good high speed internet access, you know, because of video and given the COVID, I think yeah. COVID has opened our eyes to that a lot more. Work from home, telemedicine, mm-hmm. schools, it went on steroids the last four or five months, working, you know, the inner need for internet. Mm-hmm. So I will tell you, we are going to seriously look at it. It's a huge lift financially and physically. <laughs> so, yeah. but I think the role is that we're, we're now realizing and we know 
we all have to have the internet connection. We have to have defendable high-speed internet. Our houses run on them. I mean, look around my own house. I'm automating everything. I mean, so it's a matter, you know, it's not, it's not, it's yeah. just the way it is. And so when my light bulbs come on, my heat and air works, my garage opens and closes, my doors unlock themselves. I mean, all that technology is very critical now. So we've got to be a part of that solution now, sounds like. And so once again, we've got to figure it out or at least have a reason why we're going to do it or not going to do it. Yeah, I think it's coming. It's just a matter of when. <laughs> and you're right. I love my automation. Yeah, we just got a Roomba and it's vacuuming while I'm doing this call. <laughs> At the same time, you're right. Rural kids have no access to them. Yeah, there's solutions out there. We just need to fit the right one. Gabe, has, has COVID been, in your long career, has this been the biggest challenge you faced as, a, as an engineer or even as not even as a CEO, just a top executive as a utility. Probably, it's hard to it's hard to say because I will say our folks are still really busy. It's been unique in the sense I know for a fact that our customers are struggling to pay the bills because of lack of jobs. I mean, that's huge, and we've never seen like this this happen this fast. I mean, I've got you know Knoxville's at ten percent, ten to twelve percent unemployment, which is you know when it was three point three just a couple months or a few months ago. That's been a shock. Even those who have jobs have had to take cuts in pay or have lost some of their tips or yeah. their benefits. And so we're seeing real folks, real businesses even on top of that, struggle to pay their bills. And we're, we're trying to figure that out with them. We have you know, suspended disconnects for as long as we possibly can uh, to help those folks out. And so that's been unprecedented. I have never could imagine something like this happening this fast. Even the recession in 2008 didn't happen in one month. It happened over a period of time. And so this has been mm-hmm. very, very unique. So it's more about not our delivery of service. It's been reliable as it has been, but just the fact that our folks are struggling so much. Um, our, our customers, not our folks, our customers. It's been just something we're trying to figure out how to help, assist, keep the lights on, literally. You know, our crews mm-hmm. in the field, are, you know, we're doing, we're, we've done all the things we can to keep our folks safe. You know, PPE to social distancing, to masks, to sand, you know, all the things we need to buy, we've bought. And they've been really good to keep themselves, you know, away from each other. And they're still responding to every event that we have. So that, from that point of view, that's not changed. It's made it different to, to meet with a Teams meeting or a Zoom meeting. We're still working hard to serve our customers. But our customers are really feeling it, and we're seeing it firsthand. And, you know, I don't know what the next few months looks like, but right now things aren't looking very good. I uh, hope it can get better in the short term. So we're going to keep our eye on that. And that's that's a part of That's been the biggest thing I say I've seen. It's just... There are a lot of people hurting out there. Yeah. You got 60,000 kids that got to go get to school or get internet access. Oh, yeah, test. Mm-hmm. We'll see how we will find out really quickly if we don't have what we need in certain areas of Knoxville. Um, yeah. That'll be, yeah. that's the reality of it. And like I said, um, I think the work from home has been interesting. We've been able to do it in some cases, but it's not as easy as we thought it would be either. So that's <laughs> kind of a challenge too. It's been a lifesaver, though. I don't think our economy would have survived without this. Oh, I agree. So it just underlines everything that we just talked about, that we need to find a way to connect people. And, I mean, you might think, why KUB or why Maribel Electric? Right. You guys have wires running all over the place, mm-hmm. uh, and you're the vehicle for it. Yep. Uh, you just need to find a way to leverage what you have and, and use the fiber, fiber network for the most. Yep. Okay, anything else you want to discuss or bring up? No, I'd appreciate uh, you having me. Um, I mean, like I said the technology realm, everything that we do nowadays is affected by technology, everything we do. I mean, 
things, even our the future of EVs, electric vehicles, and, and all that technology, which integrated, it's all going to be integrated into our systems. We got to figure all that out. I'm not yeah. worried about it. I'm not worried about it. People think we should be worried about it. I'm excited about it. You know, I'm embracing it. I think the utilities sector will, will evolve. It won't go away. We'll evolve to figure it out. But that's part of the who we going. That's who we are and who we need to be. We, we're owned by the public. We run for the yeah. public. But as the, that stuff gets brought on board, we need to be embracing it and, and figuring out how we be a part of the solution and making it easier for folks. So uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm, that's where the engineer comes out. I think it's, it's who we are. And then so we're going, you know, solar panels to windmills to self generation, all that's coming. Great, bring it on. Let's do it. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> What a good time to be alive, right? I mean, I'm not an engineer, but I have the same like childlike thrill about new technology that you seem to have. So, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't wait to see more. Yeah. Gabe, thank you for coming on the show today, and, and I look forward to our conversations in the future. Thank you, A.V. I appreciate you having me. We have just concluded another information-driven episode of Rethink IT. Join us again next week and continue to discover how to rethink IT and implement new and better ways to deliver world-class government services. To access the show notes and other episodes, or to learn more about working with Abhijit Verikar and Avero Advisors, visit averoadvisors.com forward slash rethink IT. We hope to see you again next time so we can continue to build a smarter government. Until next time.